Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. Are you doing the same webinar over and over again trying to drive sales and you wish there was a better way, but you don't want to automate it because you're fearful that it's going to lose that interactive ability? Well, I'm here to tell you that that is no longer a problem with eWebinar. eWebinar is an amazing platform that keeps that interactive ability during your automated evergreen webinars. And to find out more, go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash eWebinar. In today's episode, I want to change your mindset when it comes to how you think about running digital ads. That's what we're going to dive into. There's been a lot of changes in the last week about different ad platforms, and we're going to talk about that in this episode. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's Sean here with Blue Cow Marketing and the Content Amplification Podcast. It is July 15th and we are recording this solo episode and I'm going to tell you, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment so I might sound a little bit nasally in this episode, but I got my coffee in front of me and we're going to do this. I wanted to talk about a different mindset when it comes to doing ads and why do I want to talk about this? Well, in recent news that I just saw this week that Netflix has now teamed up in conversation with Microsoft to develop a ad streaming platform for their Netflix um, system. And Netflix, as you know, is known for their ease of use and their functionality. And with, you know, the advertising power of Microsoft with Bing and LinkedIn, because you know that Microsoft owns LinkedIn, they're coming together to see if there's a way to actually offer advertising on the Netflix system. I don't know if this is going to turn into fruition or anything like that, but this is a really cool idea when two big leaders in their space come together to really merge and migrate and make something even greater for, for everyone. Now, you know that, that advertising is something that is you know necessary to, to get out there. The organic reach of everything has, has dropped you know, almost to, to nil unless you have a very engaged following. So if you're trying to get out there and promote, you will have to do some form of advertising. And primarily for most of my clients, they initially think Facebook, right? They think I got to run Facebook ads, right? And they start to get into that silo and that mentality of, okay, what can we do for a Facebook ad? What can we do? And they think of the platform and they're building their ad for the platform. And what you need to do is you need to think on, in more of a you know a, an offer agnostic kind of way where you need to be centric to the type of entry point in your business. So let me give you an example of this. Let's say you are generating leads for you know a uh, you know a specific kind of, of service, right? Uh, and that service does rely on having to book a consult. Well, I can tell you right now, if you are driving cold ads, which means you're targeting an audience set that has not heard about you 
and you're going to drive an ad in front of them that says, here, book a consult if you got this problem, book a consult. Well, you're going to have very small uptake on that ad because they don't know you. They don't like, they don't know, and they don't trust you yet, okay? So what we do to do is we need to have a small barrier entry. So think about stepping it back and maybe you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go with a quiz or an evaluation or an assessment or a score app or whatever that is, right? There's no monetary value exchange for somebody to get into your funnel and your process. So what you're going to do then is say, okay, we are building our structure around being, you know, survey centric. That's our first entry point and that's what we're going to do. Now, from there, we then look at all the possible advertising opportunities for that. So we could run Facebook ads to that. We could run Instagram. Now, Instagram, um, you know, maybe it's a different, different way. So you might want to pull out some of the questions that are in there and make people aware of it. Like, you know, have you thought of this? You know, find out more, find out your score at this, this website, click below, whatever, whatever your CTA is with that. You know, you want to run YouTube ads around that. Perfect. No problem. But the, the, idea is that you are centric around the actual offer. And the power behind that is, is that you can focus on having a really great offer and then you just have your ads built, you know, driving to that. Now you won't have the exact same ad or ad copy or ad content on every single platform because you want to figure out a way that complements the type of user that is on that platform. In Facebook, the user is a bit different. You could have you know, more content on there. You can have links in your primary text to your ad, which you won't get that option to. Uh, in Instagram, you just have that single link. Um, you know, you also have the, you know, the, the age difference demographic in Instagram versus TikTok. TikTok's going to be in a video format. Um, you could also run reels, um, stories, things like that. Maybe you're running ads for YouTube. You know, you've got like a, you know, a six second window to catch their attention in a pre-roll ad, um, that you're running on a YouTube platform. LinkedIn, you've got a higher cost for those ads, but is your audience on LinkedIn? Are they in that business type of mindset that's there? You have to speak to them differently. Think about where they're at. When are they using that platform? What are they on there for? Okay. You know, a lot of times the TikToks, the, the Instagram, the Facebooks, people are usually in their, their off time. Now, I will argue the fact that, you know, people are, are using those platforms through the day, but they're probably not in that buying or engagement kind of mentality. They're just going and looking through it. It's when you're capturing them in the evening time, when they've got their downtime and they're sitting there maybe on their sofa uh, or in bed before they go to sleep at night and they're scrolling through where you have their undivided attention. So that's, that's one of the things with that. Now, when we look at, you know, these acquisitions or these mergers or these, you know, migrations that are happening, like I mentioned with Netflix and Microsoft, they're looking at a way to capture the attention of people in, you know, the different ad sets. So people are on, you know, let's just say Netflix is, is one that's going to allow you to advertise, you know, there's different elements in there that they could potentially tap into, you know, it could be banner ads that are in the navigation. It could be pre-rolls on the shows. It could be um, commercials in the middle or at the end, right? Just very similar to what YouTube does where they, you know, seems to be right at the main climax of the video you're watching where you want to find out what's going on an ad will roll and that is by design because they want you to to stick through that ad you can't skip that ad in the middle but by positioning it in a way of the video that you've come for where it's just before that little nugget of information that you are trying to get that the ad runs you're going to watch the ad 
right? So that is that is a brilliant design. It may be frustrating to you as the end user and the end consumer by having that happen there, but it is a brilliant sense for the advertising side of things, okay? And there were times where I've seen an ad and I'm like, I'm kind of on that sense of, of I want to find out what this this solution is or this tool that's been advertised to me. Mostly it's software because that's the space that I'm in and that's the ads that I'm getting targeted for. And I'm like, uh, but I want to see the end of the video and I'll actually click on the ad uh, and go to it because it beats it out because the ad was that intriguing. So, you know, thinking about that is to, you know, I'm not going to go on Facebook and I'm not going to say, okay, I'm going to run, you know, this type of ad because that's what I should see on Facebook. And then I'm going to go over, I'm going to run YouTube ads where I'm going to be talking and teaching and that kind of thing. If you're driving to an offer, an entry point to your, your funnel, your customer journey, you need to figure out what that main pillar is that's there to get people in. Now, let's, let's break it up a little bit more because you can't solely just rely on that you know, main lead magnet or trigger point of, of somebody coming in cold. Because once you get them in there, you need to know that definitive first point of kind of um, business with you. So if you have, let's say, a, a paid con consultation offer, so, you know, for us as a marketing agency, um, you know, we have a, you know, a full one hour kind of deep dive into to your marketing and your challenges and all that kind of stuff, right? So that, that's like a bigger level commitment and we charge for that one. But we know that we need to have a lighter offer to get somebody to speak on the phone with us. And we do that in a 15 minute free consultation. You go to bluecowmarketing.ca, the free consultation is there. The purpose behind that is not a sales call, right? It is truly a free consultation because we want to identify what actual challenges are you facing as a business? Okay, what challenges are you having? And then during that call, I can identify two things. Number one, do I think I can help you, right? If I feel I can help you, then I will recommend that we do a one hour deeper dive call. And if I don't think that I can help you, I will make sure that I set you in the right direction, whether that's giving you, you know, a, a reference to someone else or some other resources or whatever that is, I will never leave you in the cold. And that's the value proposition of that free consultation. But behind that, the second thing is also, can I get a sense if that client is somebody that will work well with us? are they motivated to actually make a difference to overcome those challenges that they bring forth with us? From there, I say that recommendation of, okay, here's what I think. I think we can actually help you, but we need to go a bit deeper and let's book a one hour um, call. Uh, and, and I give them the price of that. And you know they either say yes or no. If the challenge is big enough, if the pain is big enough for them, what they brought forth, it is absolutely, or it shouldn't be, a barrier to go into that one hour call to really get, let's say, a diagnostic plan for, for the price of it, right? It's under $100 for that one hour call. If you're not willing to put that money out for overcoming those powers uh, or those pains, sorry, then, you know, are you really motivated to actually, um, you know, go forth in an engagement sense, okay? So that's kind of the structure with us. Now, prior to that, there are lead magnets that are out there. There's this podcast, right? You just heard me talking about it, right? So you're becoming aware of what I'm doing um, in my business. So, you know, that's a, a lead generation tool. I'm doing social posts. It's on the website. It's on our blog. 
Um, you know, I mention it, you know, at times in our YouTube videos, you know, those different entry points that are there um, are key. We have, you know, a, a lead magnet that is 25 things every small business should automate, right? That is one of our main lead magnets that we have out there. And the reason that I've positioned that one is because the majority of the work that I do with clients is helping them overcome challenges by automating things that they're doing over and over again that are not only wasting time, they're frustrating them, um, and you know their time is better used somewhere else. So if somebody is attracted to figuring out 25 things that they should automate, for one, they have a mindset and understanding of automation and that it is something that could be beneficial to them. So that helps us get past that first stage or that level one of education of a prospect. So positioning whatever it is that you're putting out there, even in the title of it, can help pre-qualify somebody into that later stage in your marketing. So advertising. You're going to have your level of ads. We call them L2 ads, which those are going to be driving people to take an action. That's opting in, taking a quiz, subscribing, whatever it is. There is an, an kind of a um, an exchange there. It may not be monetary, but there is an exchange and it could very well just be an email address or a phone number if you're doing text message marketing, right? We call those an L2. Prior to that, an L1 ads, level one, that is all awareness. And that is going to be key because... In that, you are not directly asking somebody to take action. You are warming them up by putting your friendly face, your voice, your image, your brand in front of them. So if you write a blog, if you do a YouTube video, if you publish a podcast, you are then going to boost that on said platforms, whatever ones you want, right? We'll use Facebook and Instagram in this example to your target audience demographic, very widely targeted, right? So it could be either geographic, um, you know, for us it's US and Canada, you know, is our ideal demographic for, for geographic areas, you know, but we're gonna narrow the age down and things like that, but we're not gonna go into interest targeting, you know, so much because their engagement with it, if they like it, if they click on it, if they view it, is going to tell the algorithm that they are interested in what that topic is. And then from there, your L2 ads will be a combination of retargeting to those who have watched, engaged with those L1 ads, and also a subset of also more narrow targeting down. So if I'm looking for business owners, I will also run retargeting on my L1 ads to my L2 ads, but then have another ad set that will actually be targeted to that same demographic, but then narrowed down to, let's say, business page admins, business owners, you know, entrepreneurs, right? If I, you know, maybe I'm, I'm going after financial advisors, if I have a, a niche or, or anything like that, I could narrow target it down. And the reason that I want to do the two of those is because I want to put them head to head uh, and I want to see which one's going to give me a lower CPA cost per acquisition. I want to see which ones are going to resonate better um, so that I can learn down the road, you know, you know, what type of ad is resonating in that L2 kind of um, parameter. <clears throat> then from there, what you're going to do is go to an L3 ad and an L3 ad is now, this is when the monetary, monetary or, or really the biggest engagement kind of goes right for us again, if we're looking for that free consultation, but we will then pitch that paid one hour deep dive that's in there, right? We'll get them interested in that, but if they have questions about it first, then they could go ahead and book that free consultation um, in the beginning. You know, there are times where that has worked really well and there's times where it hasn't, where I've had people actually pay to come into that and they weren't a fit, right? So 
But, you know, I would say probably about 80% of the people that come into that paid one are a fit um, and about 20% are not. If that starts to shift, I will change that offer out and then really run my L3 ads, my level three ads to be for that free consultation. Now, when you look at it, you can do the exact same thing in YouTube. You could do the exact same thing in LinkedIn. You could do the exact same thing in TikTok. You just have to use the medium in the way that they are centric to their platform. So I could do it by running YouTube ads. Um, and then once they've engaged with that, I could retarget them you know, to a different YouTube ad, right? I'm using video in that format, or maybe the banner ads are different, right? If I'm running that type of thing. So the biggest kind of takeaway from this when it comes to advertising is you got to figure out what it is that you want people to go through in your business. And the best way to do that is think from the back to the front, right? Tell yourself, what is my main point of entry? When an actual paid client that has value that comes in and I'm actually doing work for them, where does that start? Okay. What is it that I need from them for us to make that decision? When do I actually say, yeah, let's gonna let's move forward and let's build this consulting package or whatever it is for your business. And then from there, are there things prior to that that you need to kind of pre-qualify for? And can that be done through, you know, whether it's a really highly targeted survey or, or a quiz that can actually pre-qualify them that way, or do you need to talk to them? Well, let's put that free offer of talking to them before that. And then even before that, what free stuff which doesn't require them to actually have to talk to you that you can get them engaging with and starts to educate them about who you are, what you do uh, and everything like that. And then from there, your opening part is, is awareness. And for some people, they don't have to run awareness ads. They've got enough kind of organic clout out there uh, or they're known, especially if you're in a, a local market, you're known as to, to who you are and what you represent and people are just coming to your website. And in that case, you can go right to that free consult or that free um, qualification uh, lead magnet or whatever it is. So my biggest takeaway from all this um, is just things are changing. Things are moving fast and you don't need to be doing everything at once. You don't need to become an expert in running ads. I'm going to tell you, you don't need to go right now and even hire an agency to run ads for you. What you need to do is get clarity on what it is that your business is offering and look at it through the lens of a prospect and how can you get them to easily move into that and qualify as to if you are a fit. A lot of business focus so much on this is what I'm offering for people who are a fit, but they don't spend a lot of time thinking, what can I give them a value if they aren't a fit? Because that's the biggest thing about showing that you have a heart in a business is not everybody is going to be a fit. You are not going to be everything to everyone. And that is something to be okay with. You need to look at if you run into somebody like that, be okay with saying, Hey, I don't just don't think it's a fit, right? But I want to help you out. And then what can you offer them? Right? In most cases, maybe you just keep them on a list of, of content that you drip out that could be helpful to them. And maybe they're not a fit because it's not the right time yet in their business. Maybe they're not at the right stage or, you know, maybe they're not at the right stage in their life. If you're a business to, to consumer type of model, but you are creating one-to-many type of content that you could enroll them in, right? And think about that. Maybe you're going to build a list around that, right? These are kind of like the incubators, right? An incubation list. 
list. It's not a newsletter list. It's an incubation list where you're giving them little drips of information that's going to help them and get them in that mindset or get them to that stage where they will be a perfect fit for your service. So take everything that I said in here. Hopefully you found a nugget of information that you could implement in your business uh, and your marketing and, you know, run with it. I know this is stuff that I'm extremely passionate about. I love it when news comes out uh, about these, these kind of mergers and these new ideas because I think it's going to be extremely beneficial for you as a business owner and ultimately for helping, you know, our world kind of come together um, and, and not be locked into one kind of um, monopolized platform like Facebook uh, or Instagram. So again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, subscribe, give us a comment on YouTube, iTunes, uh, wherever you're seeing this or hearing this. would love to hear from you. you got a question, uh, give me an email. It's hello at bluecowmarketing.ca. And until next time, have a great time growing your business. You know, throughout the years, I've, I've seen and used a lot of tools in my business, and a lot of them I'm still using to this day. And I get asked many times, what tools and equipment do you recommend? So I thought, hey, let's put a page together on the website, and it is now live, bluecowmarketing.ca slash tools. And on there, you will see a list of the different softwares and tools that I recommend and use in my business. We've got eWebinar, we got Keep, we've got Loom, we've got Jasper. Um, and then also for podcasting, a lot of people want to know what kind of equipment do I use. All those links are there. Check it out, bluecowmarketing.ca slash tools. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high levels genius. Now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.